Hello everybody, welcome to Chatting with Campbell and we're back with the main man Lee Judges and a dapper man who, and it was his birthday this week, Dan Potts, how are you guys? Oh good, well, happy birthday you, for yesterday Dan, thank did you, you have mate. a good day? I did man, I had a really nice time, I was working but I was in the office and you know all my team come in and we did... We did cakes. They made some brownies for me. We had a nice, nice cup of tea and a chat. And then I went round to my family, saw the niece and nephew, and mum and dad got all me presents. It was lovely, mate. Really, really nice. So thank you what, very much, what? Lee Judges, for ringing me and wishing me happy birthday. No and of problems. course, KC as well. Nice. So nice. much appreciated. What, what did you get? What did you get? Anything nice? I got some really nice bits actually, mate. I got the usual sort of aftershave, and I got the usual clothes and the money and all that. That that men always appreciate every year. And I got a really good uh, random gift from my parents, which I had no idea was coming, which is uh, basically they bought me a share into a racehorse because, you know, I'm into my race, uh, my horse racing, aren't I? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so they bought me a share into a, into a horse called Cotton Lane. So if you see that running, get on it. So, what um, part did you get? His bum? Is that what you got? Like? <laughs> That's what my mate said. You get, what leg did you get? He said, you know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, so, I've been working middle one. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, hopefully that, that'll be the most expensive one. That's the proper one if they stun him, son. Don't worry about that. But it's not that type of show. So, listen, <laughs> I, I, I just want to say, listen, everyone, check out Sally's artwork on Instagram and Facebook. Got some fantastic art. Check her out and have a look. So, guys, let's talk the big game. And, obviously, it's Watford this week. We're going to obviously be talking to um, a Watford rookie, obviously, around half nine. But let's talk about Arsenal right now. Lee, what's your thoughts on the team? Does it change at any stage? Does some of the players get a rest? Are we no international breaks coming up? What's your thoughts, Lee? No, same team. If everybody's fit, same team. Tavares plays in place of Tierney, Tierney. We'll have to wait his turn and, and get his games for Scotland at this moment in time. So uh, the international break come good for him because he'll get a couple of games for them, and then he'll be up to speed. So we ain't got a uh, uh, it, so come Liverpool game he'll be uh, fit and raring to go. So uh, listen, those players deserve an, another chance to, to to play, Kev. You know that was a tremendous performance against Leicester. I don't care what anybody says. People saying, oh. Ramsdale's man of the match and whatever like that. It was the best 45 minutes I'd seen for a very, very long while. Uh, and even in the second half, do you know when you sort of feel like you're hanging on a little bit and worried about conceding? I never felt that. I, I know you yeah. said, you know, like, I can say that now after the game. But I thought, no, I thought we we done okay and held it on very, very well. So, um, for me, go again, same team. Uh, that sets a, a president as well. If you're playing well and the, and the team's winning, you keep your place. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know what? What that would tell me is that the, the ones that are not in at the moment, and I'm looking at Tierney, Uligard, uh Pepe, players like that. That you know they're going to have to step up, otherwise, in, in training or, or when they get their chance, they've got to take it, Kev. It's as simple mm -hmm. as that. So for me, same. So we go again, same team. Dan, what's your thoughts on the team formation? And the mentality going into this game, because obviously last week was a big hurdle. 
It was a potential banana skin. Now, obviously, we got over that hurdle. One game left before the international break. What's, what's your thoughts on, on the Arsenal on this one? You're right about last week being a potential banana skin, KC, and I was really impressed, if I'm honest with you, like we mentioned. What I don't want to do, though, mate, is to go into this game thinking, let's just get three points because this is going to be a tough tough game. Yeah, mm -hmm. Ranieri's come into the mix now and he's going to start to look at how they're playing. So what we don't want to do is change too much. You know, I actually agree with Lone Star London, which is normally a first. He doesn't normally agree with most of what I say. But actually, he's put in there, he's saying, if it ain't broke, broke don't fix it. And we have only got three games in November. So it's not like we have to keep resting these players. Now, the international break yet again has come, in my opinion, the worst time because I want to keep yeah. this momentum going. But in terms of your question about formation and mentality, I've seen massive, massive improvements, not just with the mentality of this side, but actually with Mikel Arteta's formation that he seems to like now. It's worked against Villa um, and it's worked against uh, Leicester. So let's make sure that it works against Watford. I really like the way that Lacazette plays in that kind of second forward role, I like to call it. It's not really a number 10, is it? It's just off of a Bamiyang. And he's coming deep when he needs to, but he's the, always available there to link up play with not just Aubameyang, but also Smith-Rowe and Saka. And I think that's why they're starting to come into the game a bit more. One thing I will say, though, Kev, if it does go well for us, and let's hope it all does, let's hope we're 2-0 up again after 20 um, minutes or so again. That would be amazing. Let's look at the squad in terms of substitutions a little bit more. And what I mean by that is Saka and Smith-Rowe, we don't really want to be killing them every single game for 90 minutes. So let's look at who we can bring on in those positions. And let's look at if Lacazette does seem to tire around the 60 minutes. Let's try maybe Pepe there in that role. Because Pepe, for me, is probably one of the only other players that can link up play he can, in terms of holding that ball up. I think Martin Erdegaard is a completely different player in terms of the technique. Quite like what he does on the ball, but I'd like to see more than goals and assists from him. But for me, I don't really think that Pepe is always that wide right player that we want, that Arteta seems to want him to be. I think it would be nice to see maybe Martin Odegaard go out there and see what he's like on that wide position, a little bit like Smith-Rowe, and maybe give Lacazette a rest for Pepe and one of Saka and Smith-Rowe a rest for Odegaard. Martinelli's still there as well. We've mm -hmm. got some options now, Casey, and I think that all being well when we are, you know, a goal or two up and we can have a, a, a an option of trying to give some minutes to some players. I'd like to see that, you know, on maybe the 55, 60 minute mark, as opposed to giving them like, you know, 10, 15 minutes each. I think it's using our squad's going to be really vital moving forward. And let's hope that we can be in a position to do that uh, on Sunday. A good point there, Dan. Um, and this was going to be my next question to, to Lee. Lee, you know, regarding the mentality and the formation of the team, do you reckon, obviously, Mikel Arteta makes the changes late because, obviously, we were under duress for, for a bit. We, we, weren't, we weren't panicky, but we were under duress solely because of what Brendan Rodgers done, bringing on all those forwards. Do, do you think the decision to bring people on gets made a bit later just so that the team could get over probably the, the most of the storm? Yeah, I, I, I think that I think first and foremost, you've got to say that's a massive compliment to the way we played first half. That he's had to bring on forwards and change things around at half time, not ten minutes into the second half. That's how good that first half was mm -hmm. from 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 the word. But obviously, like um, when you um, <clears throat> so so. You, you know, you've played it as well, Kev's a game and all that. If someone makes change, that doesn't mean to say, oh, oh, he's made changes, I've got to make changes straight away. You know what I mean? You've got to 
got to believe in what you what your team is and and try and say right okay are we going to um can we adjust we gonna, uh, yeah are we going to adjust exactly you know what I mean and if we can't adjust then I'll make the substitutions but I, I think what you have to say is that um a team like Leicester as decent as they are at home they're going to have some spell Kev they're going to have a spell where they're going to so you, you know can you ride that storm and they had about 15 20 minute spell where I thought we was under the cost a little bit mm-hmm. but I think we weathered that I think yeah. we weathered that. And then realistically, if VAR or the referee does his job properly, they're down to 10 men and would have made that game a lot easier than what it what it, what it um, probably turned out to be a little bit more difficult because of that. But ultimately, you know, um, I, I think everything we've done okay on that. I thought it was a good uh, performance. The substitutions then come a, 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 a later date. I, again, going to say this, uh, and this is nothing against Ullegaard. I think that we lost momentum when Lacazette came off against Crystal, uh, not Crystal Palace, against Villa, sorry. Uh, and, and I think we lost a little bit of that when he came off again on um, on uh, on Saturday. I, I don't know if uh, there's a feeling that Lacazette can't keep up to the 90 minutes with that sort of intense work rate. I'm not so sure. But I think that um, we, we, we the substitutions were right. I don't, I, I, I don't get this thing. <clears throat> excuse me, of um, looking to criticise Arsenal, you know, all the time. You know, we we've got a great result. People are turning around and saying, "Oh, the goalkeeper's man of the match." You remember, like, what? What about when Chelsea went to Brentford? You know what I mean? Mendy was the man of the match, and it was all like, "Oh, he's a great." No, nobody cares. Yeah, nobody yeah, cares. Nobody yeah. cared. You know, so I, 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 I think that, you know. Uh, Oh, uh, Leicester are not as good as what they are, and whatever they've saying that about Villa. Listen, there was a game. There was, a, and this is what I said, and I said this before last week. There's going to be a part of the game where Manchester United were against Leicester. They was they had the game in their hands, and they capitulated and ended up losing the game four two. We had it in our hands, and we didn't capitulate. And that was a, a thing that I've not seen Arsenal do for a while. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think that that should be should be there. And I'm sorry, you know what I mean? Like Ramsdale is a fantastic, been fantastic. That he is, he is a goalkeeper. And if I, the last time I looked, you know, what I mean, he's allowed to make saves. You know what I mean? That's, so, that's his job. <laughs> it's his job. Is it, is it on his description? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah. I see, I see on his goal goalkeeper. Yeah, good distribution. Banters with the crowd. Don't see nothing about saves. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's got to, he's got to make saves. And I'll say this now, kid. We had a fantastic. Um, Defence in the 1991 team, uh, which won the league, as you well know, didn't concede yeah. that many goals. Did David Seaman make saves? I think 100%. he did. 100% he did. 100%. Kept us in games at times. There was. I remember I don't uh, the game at Sunderland towards the end of the season. We went away from home, went 1-0. Do uh, you remember we won it 1-0? He made about four, four fantastic saves in that game. Um, so... That's what a good goalkeeper does, and, and when you when you get into a position of dominance, that's when your goalkeeper helps you out. So I don't really get why people are sort of saying, "Ah, oh, you know, he's he's, he's man in the match and all that." What, what like like it's a criticism? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know? yeah, yeah. Well, I want to go to Dan on that because Dan, do you think Arsenal fans want the perfect performance? Because I've never, ever seen a perfect performance. <laughs> One where your goalkeeper never makes a save, you keep the ball for 90 minutes, and you, and you wipe the floor with the opposition 2-3-4-5-0. I've never seen that. I've seen high scores, 
etc., and the team, other team capitulate. That's happened to us. But I've, I've never seen a, a, a game where maybe you're playing against a rival like a Leicester and they mm. don't have a part of the game where you're under the cosh. 100%, mate. And when you're playing a team like Leicester, they, they ain't like they're never going to get a touch of the ball. Do you know what I mean? It is going to be a tough game. Any game in the Premier League is a tough game. But let's, let's have it right, Casey. It's a results business and you take a result, right? But it's always better when the performance is with it. You're not going to have mm -hmm. a, a 95 percent, you know, of the possession, and you know, like I've just said. But if the performance is there with the result, that's when I see us starting going forward and starting to go places. And that's what I'm hoping I can see now. And I want to see a run of consistency. But just coming off the back of what Lee said there, I think he's spot on because it's not just match of the day, but match of the day is the example of it, right? You see Arsenal go two 0 up really quickly, play best. Ramsdale was outstanding. What does Gary Lineker say straight away? Well, when the goalkeeper has the best game, you know what the what, what that's all about. That says enough to me. And I thought, hang on a minute, <laughs> just because you're a Leicester fan, right? Leicester doesn't mean yeah, you can be that fan, deluded, yeah. you know. So, and it's not just match of the day. You see it on on quite a lot of Sky as well and Soccer Saturday, etc. They do like to not give Arsenal so much credit. And that ain't us whining, it's just facts. It's the way it always has been. You know, I don't think they particularly mm. like Arsenal Football Club. And that's fine by me, I don't care. I, I, you know, they don't. Is that... exactly. They don't, Dan. They don't. <laughs> Trust me, they don't. We you had know? it when I was younger, it's the same. The media have an agenda against Arsenal, no matter what. I mean, just imagine for a second, Dan. Sorry to cut across you. No, but you just do imagine. It. But just imagine Arsenal were not as successful as the, the, the club were. What would they be doing like some of the other clubs? What would they be saying about Arsenal? Mm. But you don't hear them saying anything about that lot down the road. Underachieving year after year after year. But they constantly point the finger at Arsenal. You know, you know why? Because it makes the biggest headlines. Yeah, you know, this, you're right. Go on, Lee. Yeah, another thing we were talking about this on on the WhatsApp group. You know, all of a sudden, when I, and and probably like you know, I, I, as a fan, I fall for this, right? You know, because it's it's a, it's a quite a opponent thing. When things ain't going well, the the media putting it ah oh, Saliba, you know, he wants out. Oh, this is uh, you know, this ain't happening. The players are unsettled. They're they're, they're up this and they're that, and then all of a sudden Arsenal start winning. Saliba is like you know, he wants to come back now. He's he's ready to go for Arsenal. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like all of a sudden, same all... same paper, same same yeah. media, same so media. You, yeah. So when you're a little bit, you know, you've lost a couple of games. You know, they they subconsciously they're feeding all this negativity into you, and you start to run. Now all of a sudden you're winning games, and it's way. You know what I mean, like oh, well, Saliba wants to come back, and they're, they're, all good things are coming. They seem to go on the bandwagon of how you're doing, like. Do you know what I mean? I know I get I get what it is all about, but it does get to me sometimes. I think, wow, what's he doing with? And you you hear everybody going, what's he doing about Saliba now, like? You know what I mean? That's it. All of a sudden now, when we've got. You know, why, what, Ben White, why, why have we spent fifty million pound on him and salute? It was all there, wasn't it? That negativity. Now, now Ben White's playing really, really well, and oh, it's all like, uh, um, yes, yeah, Saliba wants to come back and he's going to do this and do that, <laughs> and I think, yeah, I'm scratching my old head here, like going on, what's going on? And you know, yeah. I, I just think you that he's a horrible Arsenal. 
You won't ever get your finger on it. Like they're always yeah. going to keep going. And oh. the other thing, Casey, that I was amazed by, which we didn't actually touch on, actually, but we will mention it because it's going to come up again and we'll see it in a few weeks' time, no doubt. There is something wrong with the consistency of this referee and when it comes to Arsenal Football Club. Because Very true. You tell, me, you tell me what the difference was between Ruben, uh, sorry, Laporte getting sent off and Johnny Evans against Aubameyang. You tell me what the difference was there. One's a yellow and one's a red. How does that make any sense? To I'll, 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 I'll tell I you the difference. It. I'll tell you the difference, Dan, for nothing. The fact of the matter is, one's Crystal Palace and one's Arsenal. <laughs> That's the difference. And think about it. Normally, you go Man City, you get nothing. Right? You get, you get no, you get nothing. Wilford Zaha spins him and he, 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 he hauls him to the ground. He grips him. Definite red card. So how Johnny Evans does the same thing, even probably more blatant, and only gets a yellow, is, is beyond me. Really is beyond me. Well, Dan, I'd, I'd like to touch on this game now, obviously, the Watford game. Is, yeah. there, is there any worry? Go on, Lee. Uh, just before we go on to the Watford game, can we, can we talk about the England conspiracy again, please? I keep going on about it. Like, you know what, I mean? what England conspiracy? Well, the England squad today, like, you know what I mean, like... Yeah, but what know, conspiracy? Well, no, Arsenal players in it again, like, Smith Rowe... No, no Saka's in, isn't he? Saka and Ramsdale are in, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's two... Right, Ben White, who's been playing really well, and I could look. It was in the squad for the Euros, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, Tyrone Mings dropped from Aston Villa, right? Yeah, yeah. All yeah. of a sudden, like you know, still still no uh, Ben White in the squad. Rashford can't get a game for Man United, like you know. What I mean, he's in the squad. Smith Rowe can't get a look in. Yeah, but you know what? I I, I just. I, 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 I'm not worried about that, Lee, if I'm honest with you. I think Smith Rowe has performed, but he's not, been, he's not consistent enough yet, as far as I'm concerned. I don't want him going there. Not yet. Let him stay back. Let him get a rest. Well, he ain't getting a rest, is he? He's playing for the under-21s. Yeah, that's the problem. He's no, no um, but what I'm saying is, with, 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 with the 21s, it's not, it's not the big boys' football. And he can go with the big boys and go there and his confidence could get knocked. Why? Because he don't even get a game. That's what we don't want for him. Let him play some football with the 21s. That's all right. No problem. He played with them the last time. He done well. One thing we do know, Southgate is taking notice of him as far as I'm concerned. He is taking notice of him. He's had to defend it today. I do, think there's, a bit, well, I do think there's a little bit people of are going to ask. When... People are when going to you ask. look at the actual form of some of these England players, I do question Southgate because I look at Greenwood, Godley, let, come in after me, hang on. Come yeah, on. I will do. Greenwood, Adam Jones Greenwood. has come up with the perfect thing, that, that Southgate, perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's right, there are, there are young, there's youngsters, there's youngsters in there. Now, there, there is youngsters in there. And, and, you know, when he says that it's too early for Smith Rowe, that there's Saka's younger than him. So is obviously Bellingham. So that, that ain't an excuse yeah, for me. Yeah, exactly. But when it comes to Mason Greenwood, Mason Greenwood has been uh, really good for Man United this year. Rashford gets ahead of him. No understanding. Raheem Sterling hasn't been good enough. He's straight in there. Harry Kane, where's Eagle been for the last few weeks? He's, He's down tools, Harry. He's down tools. He's in there. Yeah, but guys, here's the, pro here's the, here's the problem you've got. Ben White, I mean... But here's Go the on, problem Casey. you've got. 
when you're in international manager, you don't chop and change your team just because players who you've trusted and who have delivered are not are not got their form for their team. You know what they can do at international level. That's why when you're an international boss, it takes time for younger players to get in. Saka got in and ripped it up, didn't he, in the Euro. That's why he trusts him now. So it's going to take a bit of time for some of the others to get in. Great that Saka's in. Great that Ramsdale's in. We would love to see um, Ben White and ESR in there. But I think it's still a bit early for ESR, myself. Obviously, Ben White's been in there, but I just think ESR, let's hold our horses on ESR just a little bit. And mm. I understand what you're saying. Some of the, some of the other guys' at form isn't there. But we've seen it for years. Listen, we've seen players with metatarsal injuries and injuries not playing for the last six weeks and then going to a World Cup mm. or going to a Euro. We've seen it. So, and I'm all right. You know, I'm all right with some of them not going, like you said, Casey, because they're not going to, you know, they're not going to be getting injured potentially. But what, what I, what I, am with Lee with is, I think it's a little bit harsh on some of the lads when they have been playing very well, and other players are just getting in there just because of the name. Because I don't think that's fair. But if that's the way it is, that's the way it is. Well, welcome, welcome to international well, football. Welcome to the it's game. Inter yeah, it's it. international football. <laughs> well, if you remember rightly, remember when Ian Wright was scoring all them goals? Yeah. Do you remember half the time he never got on the pitch, and then when he fight. did? And then when he did get on the pitch, he was played left midfield or left yes. wing. <laughs> I, I, he did say it today, though, didn't he? He said it. In a, yeah, a, he, and he's, he's I, right. I, I totally agree with him. You know, it, some players get the chances and others don't, like, you know. Um, that's, that's the way of the world, internationally. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well. And that's, why, that, that's why they can stick it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we move on from that, Lee. Listen, it, <laughs> let's, talk, let's look at Watford. Is there any chance, Dan, I'm going to come to you. Is there any chance of there being a bit of complacency in this Arsenal side for good this question. game? Yeah, it's a really good question. And unfortunately, the answer is yes, because we have seen it before. Um, this isn't a different side or a different Arsenal now. They've still got weaknesses in it. We've seen that chances can still be created. And we don't want to get complacent. And I said right at the top from the start of the show that we do not want to start beating the teams that, you know, people are thinking are potential banana skins like Leicester mm -hmm. and then ruining all that hard work against a team like Watford. I'm confident and I'm optimistic, but there's always the chance of Arsenal. They've got some players that can hurt us, Kev. You know, mm -hmm. Rookie's going to come on soon and he'll tell you who they are. We all know who they are. So mm -hmm. I think it's going to have to be something that we look at. The only good thing I will say is that they're a team that are inconsistent themselves. They're a team that can go and beat your old boys Everton 5-2, but then go and lose Incredible. fives mm -hmm. and 4-0s themselves. So you yeah. don't quite know what Watford side you're going to get either. But are the last few games, we've started to know what Arsenal side we're going to get. So that's my biggest key. And it's fine being consistent. It's fine. But you need to be consistently winning for the fans to be really happy. <laughs> and if we get a draw at Watford and people go the unbeaten run continues, to me it's two points dropped because we should be beating them at home and we're playing well enough to beat them at home. So yes, we can be complacent, but I'm, I'm not going to have it. I think that this side have, have shown me something in the last few weeks which I'm happy to look at and I'm happy to support. So long may it continue, mate. Lee, would you? It's a good point by Potsy. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Would you, is that is that something you hang on to because you've seen a few decent <clears> performances? <throat> is that something you hang on to hang on to for the team not to be complacent? Yeah. Do you remember the film Top Gun? 
Yeah. Remember the film Tom going into the danger zone, going into the danger zone. This is this is this game. We're going into the danger zone, right? Yeah, and I and I mean this sincerely because this is now a game where most fans, yeah, from going like for Leicester last week, draw, saying a draw, you know what I mean? Like, well, it'd be good if we get a draw, draw. Everybody now will be going expecting a win in this game, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you hear 90% of the fans now, not most most Arsenal fans are going to be going, right, um, we expect this game. So, expectation changes. It goes up a notch. It goes to a different level now where you're expected to win this game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the, the, the problem is. Take these lightly, and that's the end of it. Liverpool are a fantastic side. I don't care what anybody says. 2-0 mm-hmm. up. They took the... the I don't know. Guess. They went off the gas against Brighton and and could have and probably should have lost that game. Yeah. Right. So if you if you go in with that attitude, oh, it's just Watford or this is an expecting win, you will get your uh comeuppance. You get so exposed. Yeah. You get exposed. So and as you well know, these are the games where the manager earns his corn. This is the ones where he has to get all you players motivated for that game. It's easy doing it against uh, a Tottenham at home or, or a Liverpool or, or a Leicester when there's, you know, there's players. Big, uh, big game, big game. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, like, say if you're Thomas Parr, you're coming up against Tinnemans, you know that you've got to be your game. It's like if you're playing against Tottenham, you're up against Gary Mevitt, you know you've got to be on your game that game, you, you know, or whatever. Now you're coming up against the Watford, you know, I've got, got an international break. I'm thinking about my holiday to Dubai. I'm thinking about this and that. Like, you know, all these things are in there, Kev. I don't care. Do you know why? Because they're human, right? Mm. You've got to get them out of them and you've got to get them going into this game focus, for 90 minutes. Focus, game. basically. Gosh, get the Follow job it. done. Win it comfortably if they can, but ultimately win it. And this, to me, is the big game. This is the... Everybody goes, ah, oh, the test is... Uh, to come. Uh, the test is to come, yeah. This game is the test because this game tells me you've got, with the games as well, you've got Liverpool playing West Ham, two teams above us. Manchester City and Man United playing each other, two teams above us. There's a chance to make up some ground. Can you take it? You know what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm. In the past, Kev, we failed on on, on a few yeah. occasions. You remember, like, we've gone, oh, we've got to, if only we'd have beaten so-and-so and whatever. So this is your chance. Get it done. And then that gives us a free it, and I mean a free it, at Liverpool. Well, I know, I know, And I mean where we can go there with not so much pressure. But if we're going to Liverpool 6th, 7th, 8th, you know, I mean, like, uh, and we lose that game, we're still 6th and 7th, 8th. If we get up in 4th or 5th, I think if we win on... Over the weekend, we should probably end up in fifth, uh, depending on how the results go our way. If 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 we're not, we'll be on the same points as 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 fourth. So it, it, it's a real, I think, big big weekend for us this game. You know what I mean? Forget who we're playing. It's about getting the job done ourselves. Three points, and I, and then that backs up that game against Leicester. Kip. It backs yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. And, and it backs I, up I, the Villa team. game, doesn't it? It backs up Villa. Exactly. Backs up it's Leicester. And then exactly. Watford, yeah. Not just uh, is there a super? Either. Is there any super chats, Dan? Just... Yeah, there is. We'll probably, before we bring our our guest on, we'll we'll, we'll, yeah. ch- we'll touch on this one because I think he I does, thought that uh, was a super chat. Just did, you know no, you did. Oh, hey, that was a super <laughs> answer. That was a super <laughs> answer, mate. <laughs> super yeah, response. Uh, 
<laughs> we have got a super chat, regular super chatter as well, and regular listener Chaitanya. Thank you so much, mate. As always, he says, let's keep the good form going. Just need to add the consistency now, which we've touched on. He yeah, believes okay. that we should be aiming for the top four now, even though Conte now brings us competition. He says, cheers, lads, and happy birthday to Dan for yesterday. Nice Thank one. you very much, Chaitanya. Yeah. That, that's a great point, by the way, because I, I think personally, I don't, we, haven't, we haven't spoke about Conte, but I will now. I think Tottenham feel, by getting Conte, they, 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 whether you think you, you agree with it or not, they are thinking top four. We, we want to get in the top four. We need to get in the top four because of the stadium and whatever. So they've gone and I had a big, big uh, manager for it. I think Arsenal have got to go uh, the same route. Like, I'm not saying that we're going to get top four, but we've got to aim for it. I look at, I, I don't know if you see it yesterday, but Manchester United, Atlanta, say that when you've had Atlanta. 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 That's Atlanta. it. Thank you very much. I've had a beer this afternoon. Right, you know, um, if you if you look at that, they were shocking, shocking performance. It weren't for 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 Ronaldo, they were at. So there is, it's up for grabs at the moment, and we've got to try and go for it. I don't, I'm not saying that we will, but I think we've got to be aiming for think, it. We've I, got I to think, we've got to think that way, haven't we? We've yeah, got to, we've got to, yeah, we've got to think that way. The positivity is important, and I'm not too worried too much about Conte, to be honest. That's not our business. That's their business. The key is us getting the, the result. And and we're joined by Watford, Mr. Andy Rook. Hello, there boys. How are you? Hi, Rookie. Andy. How are you, mate? Excellent. I'm pleased you can hear me. That's a good start. Yeah, that's a good start. Well, look, welcome to, welcome to chatting with Campbell. What's your Excellent. thoughts on, on Watford right now and Claudio Ranieri, the Tinkerman? Well, guys, I think I heard Dan talking earlier and I think he pretty much nailed it on the head. We are inconsistent. You're not sure what you're going to get. There's no real pattern yet mm -hmm. to our play. They're working on it. And so it's going to it's going to be a case of seeing how it goes. Now, going into this game, Ranieri's been in charge for three. The first one we played Liverpool. Tough see, one. Tough Three hit in many respects. I think Ranieri didn't get a chance to have a proper look at the players. It was the international break when he came in. A lot of them were away. And he, I, he looks like he went for almost like a Leicester style. He thought... I'll move Ismail Lassar, obviously our main danger man. I'm going to put him through the middle. We're going to just chuck a ball in over the top. He'll get him behind. But Liverpool were far too savvy for that. That's not Sars game. He needs to be out wide creating. And then before we know it, we didn't touch the ball. We were just constantly hitting the ball long. They were swooping it up at the back and we got punished quite heavily. Go to Leicester the next week. Not sure what to expect. And the game, it was a game that was always on a knife edge. It, it could have gone either way. It was definitely not one for a better. You were listening to it and we just ran wild, boys. We ran wild in that second half. We got the job done. It was 5-2. It was convincing. No, you mean Josh Everton. Ball. Yeah, Everton. Yeah, Everton. Of course, I'm, yeah, your old club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Everton. That, I mean, when Richarlison came on and he scored that was to, it, put, to, to put Everton up, then yeah. you ask questions. You think, can Watford respond? Well, and did they respond? Wow. Good goals. And I'll be honest with you, it was two quick fire goals and it shell-shocked Everton. And yeah. then their shape just absolutely fell apart and we, we took advantage. It was great. And so we go into the Southampton game at home and, you know, everyone's 
the morale is good. You can feel it in the stands. You're thinking there's a good chance here. You know Southampton are going to be organised and mm. some of their results have been unlucky. They've got draws against good sides. So you know it wasn't a free hit. In fact, actually no game in the Premier League is a free hit mm. for what, but I'm going to add that. But, and unfortunately, it wasn't for a want of effort. The effort is there. Probably didn't really have an attacking threat. And this is the one thing I saw your show last week with Leicester and you guys licked your lips at the prospect of when the Leicester guys said about how weak their back line is. Yeah. I can tell you now that that is a major frailty of ours. We've got Cathcart, Trista gone at the back. We probably aren't terrible defenders. And Cathcart's coming to the end of his career. Trista mm-hmm. gone his first year in the Premier League, played in Syria last year in mm-hmm. Udinese. And we're just finding our way and I, to be honest with you there's quite a few games where we could have been punished by more Southampton had good chances and if we're not on our metal on Sunday when we turn up against you boys if you get early goals I'll worry I'll worry for us but we'll see we'll see how it goes yeah I mean Lee what, what's what's your thoughts on what Rookie just said I mean you know obviously coming to coming to coming to the Emirates you know I think Watford's away form is probably better than their own form a hundred percent, a hundred percent, and it's where we seem to be scoring the goals. If I'm honest with you, away from home, probably suits them the way I play. Like sit deep and hit them on the it seems on the break. And yeah. um, listen, Watford have caused us a few problems over the years in, in the last few years. You know, I remember that. Do you remember the FA Cup game? Caught that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Caught us cold that day. So <laughs> a little bit what Rookie was just saying there. You know, they've beaten they've beaten Everton fantastically well. Back it up with Southampton, they didn't. You know what I mean? That's a little bit like us now. We've got to go in there and back that sort of performance up. So there would have been, a, I think, a little bit of expectation for for Watford to, to beat Southampton, mm-hmm. but obviously didn't. So now they'd be looking at it like, you know, going to to Arsenal away, a little bit of a free hit for them, like, do you know what I mean? Like, if they can get that. So, so that makes, to me, makes them, them a dangerous. Animal. Yeah, that dangerous. Makes them, makes them dangerous. So, uh, and they've got... You've got they've got good players in this side. If you don't if you, if you don't respect them and don't take them seriously, they have got players that can hurt you. Like Saar, for instance, is a, is a very very good player. I remember going to Watford a couple of years ago and getting absolutely battered there, and it ended up what, in the second half. In the yeah, second half, it was two, two, two each, two, two nil up, and they yeah, battered us in the second yeah, half. Yeah, absolutely battered us. And and you know you're thinking get get away get out of Watford with a with a with, with a, a point. point. So you, you know I know things have changed a little bit like that. But I, I think that the end of it you, you, that that's the key there. If we if we get an early goal, uh, settles the nerves down, and I think then then we'll be fine. But the longer it goes on, and and if they can keep trying. Then they've got like those little tools, a little bit of ammo that could hurt us. You know what I mean? So, I think that Watford. Are, listen, I don't care what anybody says. No game in the Premier League is a, is a gimme, like you know what I mean. True. Uh, every game's. I, I have gone. I feel that we might win this big because it's just. I just feel momentum's going. But it don't mean to say. I I think it's going to be that first 20, 25 minutes when, when I think Arsenal will come at uh, Watford. Can they handle it? Can they mm-hmm. can they hold out? Now, if they don't hold out, then I think that we'll we'll we go on and win well. But if they do hold out, it's going to be a tricky, tricky it's game. Tight. It's going to be tight. Yeah, Dan, what's, yeah. Dan, what's what's your thoughts on what Rookie said? Um, obviously, regarding their inconsistency, like you you said earlier on as well, and obviously they do have threats and their waveform is pretty dangerous. They've got some dangerous players on the break. 
Mm. Yeah, they have. And, you know, Josh King's been banging them in. Saar, I think, is a, a massive, massive threat. You know, he's a player that I was really surprised had gone there, if I'm honest. There's no disrespect for Watford. And I was really, um, I think it's an amazing signing, you know. So he's going to be really, really uh, dangerous. But I think what Rookie's saying is right in terms of, of how it starts and, and, and the first goal. Because the first goal could be like, if it goes to Watford, how do we react? you know, from going that one goal down? What does that mean to these Arsenal lads? What does that mean for our mentality? They're a young side, you know, does that shell shock them? And then the first goal, if it's Arsenal, <laughs> likewise, what happens to Watford? Do they roll over and die or do they come back fighting? And I think the first goal is going to be massively important here, seeing what, what type of, of uh, play that we have from both sides. I've always had a massive amount of respect for Claudio Ranieri. I don't know mm -hmm. what it is about him. I think he's just, he's just a nice guy in football. But also, he backs it up with wherever he's been. He's done well. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I think maybe Fulham was probably the only one of recent times where he's perhaps could say it didn't really work for him. We all know what he did at Leicester. Thought he was treated pretty badly at Chelsea, if I'm honest mm -hmm. with you. Right back in the day when Mourinho was, was given the job. I think it was Sam Doria he was with last year and apparently just turned them around. They were in yeah. the mud and he picked them up. So... I'm hoping he does the same with Watford because I've always had a little bit of time for Watford. Um, they've never really been a huge rivals of Arsenal, so I've always liked to see him do well. So I kind of hope that he does turn it around. I just don't want him to turn it around, obviously, at the this weekend. Week, this, this yeah, week. but I, I think the first goal is massively important here, Casey. I really do. Okay, rookie, you're you're obviously Watford through and through. You back up. You you back up. Yep. You know, what's your thoughts now on obviously coming to the Emirates and what's your thoughts on the Arsenal? Obviously, you look at Arsenal, obviously, from, from the outside in. We're on the inside kind of thing. What's your thoughts on Watford, obviously, coming to Arsenal and your thoughts on this Arsenal team under Mikel Arteta? Well, funnily enough, my, one of my good mates that I go to Watford with is an Arsenal fan. He's got, he comes to Watford now just due to friendship and logistics. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I also have a bit of a soft spot for Arsenal as well. I can't lie. I think, yeah, some of the great teams over the years. And then I used to always enjoy watching their games. And then that has, you know, I don't necessarily make the effort anymore to watch the Arsenal games just because mm -hmm. the way they've been, the way they've played. You know, they're on, obviously. I'll watch them. I won't make that effort to. So, it, it does seem to be that you're on the turn. I would say that. A lot of young players in your side. And I, I like to see that. And it looks like you're moving the ball well. Good results, and then but then you've had some mixed ones as well with the Palace and Brighton game. You must look at it as missed opportunities. And for what for going into this one, if I look back, the last time we played you was at the Emirates on the last day of the season when we were in the Prem before we got relegated. You actually relegated us that day, although there's no hard feelings. We'd um, already messed up ourselves a bit by the time that game had come around. We needed to win it, and we gave you a three 0 lead in the first half. If you remember, we got a couple yeah. back, and it ended three two. But I looked at the lineups of the two squads. And I think you've only got two players that actually started your last game against Leicester that were involved on that day wow. only 15, 16 months ago. Okay. And Watford, likewise, we had a squad in the Premier League that was basically full of players that last year that I think already were eyeing up an exit and wanted to go. We maybe should have let them go after we got to the FA Cup final. And that was probably part of the reason why we went down that year. Good squad. I think they were... They were ready to move on and we sort of held them back a little bit. And I think Watford have now changed their approach. So then players have gone and we've only going to have two or three players ourselves in the lineup. So it is going to be a completely different game, Arsenal-Watford, than what we've seen before. So it is a hard, hard one to predict. Talent-wise, obviously, you know, the boys are young, they're coming through. We've got, got an experienced squad. We've got Musa Suzoko in there now, obviously. It's, 
yeah. sure get a warm welcome on the day. Oh and, yeah, he oh, will. Don't worry it, about that. It, it, yeah. Get a lovely reception, right? You know. Yeah. So you, you know, I, I, I Danny yeah, Rowe. Yeah. If this was a Super Six game, and I'm honest, and I wanted to win my Super Six league, I'm probably putting it down as an Arsenal win. But I do, I don't put it as a nailed-on one. There is a chance that Watford could get something from this game, and we need to. We've got Man U, we've got Man City, and Chelsea, and Leicester away as our next one. So tough game, you know, tough month. We need up, to be getting yeah. some points. And what I'm about Mikel hoping... Arteta, rookie? Like, what do you make of Mikel Arteta? Because obviously he's he's starting to uh, get into the swing of things with wins now, but there's been quite a lot of debate over the past on podcasts, particularly from me and Lee and Casey, mm -hmm. about kind of is he the right man? Is he not the right man to take us forward? What sort of job is he doing? What what from a Watford point? What, what do you what do you make of him, rookie? I'd imagine probably most the same as your fan base. Really, I think the jury's still got to be out, hasn't it? You know, he's. He's basically had patches of form where he's done a really good run of results and obviously well in the FA Cup. But then there's just it's just not consistent enough for a team of Arsenal size and resources is the reality of it, I think, if I'm honest with you. So, yeah, I mean, if you win tomorrow, like I say, it's a good role, but you need to start big and winning these games comfortably again, which you used to do so well. And then also taking points of the big boys at the same time. So that's yeah. where Arsenal should should probably be in terms of the size of the club. And so until he does that, you don't know. And he hasn't done that yet. So, yeah, jury's out, if I'm honest, mate. Would you agree? Fair play. I mean, I I will, of course. I'm starting to see uh, a little bit of run of form now, which is great. But I still need to see that going for me because we've had 20 months and I need to see more than a few handful of games, rookie. But uh, no, fair play, mate. Fair play. I think what you're saying there is spot on, personally. It is interesting, isn't it? Sorry, Kev. It is interesting to um, to hear what other fans think of Mikel. Do you know what I mean? Because like we're a little bit in the bubble. We're close, of it we're close to it, aren't we? We're close yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And I was speaking to a few today. I was doing another show, right, with a few like, and they they've been quite impressed with Arteta over the last few games. You know, they, they've seen you know since these new signings are coming, they've seen a change in Mikel Arteta. It's, it's his team now, isn't it? Yeah, it's his team. And perhaps where we've been, you know, like they're they're starting to think, well, Arsenal, like, you know, if they beat Watford, you know, going to have to start being taken seriously, which is um, that's nice to hear. But from our point of view, we're sort of saying, well, you know, not too much has improved. So, you know, um, it is an maybe, interesting. Maybe Lee, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a good thing that it, it's it's kind of a slow burner, because. As Arsenal fans, we want it to be fixed like that, don't we? Microwave, put it in a microwave, 60 seconds, it's done. But you cannot build anything without a foundation. And now we're seeing a foundation at the back. Ramsdale goalkeeper, Tommy Arsu, Ben White, or Benjamin White, as he likes to be called, um, Gabriel, and whether it's Tierney or Tavares. We've been pretty solid as a back five. Pretty solid. It's what tends to go on in front of them where... We've, we've, we've been pretty inconsistent, but the back five have been pretty consistent. So I'll ask you this, Lee. If we can keep that back five together... Mm, I think it's key. Can we keep a clean sheet in this game? Yeah, I think it's key. I said clean sheet last week. Like, can I just ask a question? It's a very serious one. Like, you know, If um, Ben White had said that 
in your day and said, well, I want to be called Benjamin, what would you actually be calling him in the dressing room? Ben. <laughs> would you be calling him Ben? We call him Ben. ben. <laughs> be every time. Uncle Ben. We call ben. him Uncle Ben or something. Ben. So. You know, uh, Michael Jackson music would be on, wouldn't it, Ben? Like, you know what I mean, it'd be everything Ben, wouldn't it? Like, you know, oh, like, my God. He'd get battered. He would get battered. would be in there, wouldn't it? It would just be like, you know, it's not way. He'd be called Benjamin ever again. He'd get battered, mate. He'd wish he never said it. He'd wish he never said it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I honestly think, uh, I think that that is key. And uh, and it's always has been in a a certain way, Kevin. You know what I mean? Like, build build from the back, get the defence sorted out. And then, like, you know, the other players can express themselves. Listen, I you know, you can go on about um, Mikel as much as you like. He still needs the players, Kev. He's, you know I mean? I'm not being horrible. He couldn't make me and Dan Potts into two centre-halves and, and keep clean sheets at Arsenal at this moment in time, could he? Like, you know, don't matter how wonderful coach he is, he could not do that. He's got to have the players, you know. And the the the, the, the return of Gabriel, I think, has been massive. I just think it's been an absolute massive thing. Because what he's done is... It's giving the partnership with Ben. Ben White looks a different player since he's come back. Let's be honest. You know, yeah. may have settled in a little bit better, but 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 Benny, 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 Benny boy, he's doing all right now. Like you know, in there, and I, and I honestly think we've got proper proper fullbacks who can defend. We were talking about it earlier on with, with Robbie, like you know, and I, I'm going to say it now. Tavares, he's done a foul throw all the time. No one's going on about his foul throws, are they? Like, you know what I mean? They're not no, but he hasn't been pulled up on them. That's why. He doesn't no, get no, pulled no, up on them. They're not bothered. Oh, that's all right. We'll let that one slide. Bellerin does it. You. Because at the end of the day, we're seeing a player in him and we're seeing the defence that can defend, you know. Tommy Asu's come in. I'm going to say it with Tommy Asu. The last couple of games, he's not been glamorous. But he's just doing his job. Does his job. Yeah. And, and 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 you think like I'm liking what I've seen. You know, like no one goes, he's not getting roasted, is he? Or or whatever, or or anything's going down that side. And you know, so if you was a I don't know, like a, a player like a manager of another team now, oh, let's attack down the left left week. But they go, Oh, we'll attack down the left, it's strong. Oh well, we'll attack down the right, it's strong. Tack down the middle, it's strong. So there are there are certain things that are happening with that defence. Uh, and even through the shocking times, I've always said this. They did set an, uh, uh, they did seem like a like the defence. We were defending and controlling games a little bit better, even though it weren't very very good. Ultimately, now he's got his players in that he wants, uh, and you know. So as as I am trying to, I am praising uh, Mikel here, like but through gritted teeth. It seems like yeah, we were through gritted teeth at the moment, <laughs> but. His players are the ones... You've always said this, Kevin, and, and I'll give you credit for this. You took a lot of stick, right? Um, so From uh, you and, and Dan. Uh, yeah, off of me and Dan. <laughs> well, you've always turned around and said, it's about the players. You've always said that. Yeah. Uh, and the proof's in the pudding because I think Gabriel is has been immense. Like, And someone laughed at me the other day when I said he's one of the best central defenders in the league. And, and I'll stand by it. I think that he is. I, I think so too. I think he is. Listen, I, I don't think there's any, any centre-back now playing better than him mm. in the league. I don't think He's there is one playing player. better. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone playing been. better than Gabriel at centre-half right now. That, that's for oh, sure. There you that's go. for sure. So, uh, right, let, let's get to the most important part. Rookie? Yep. What's, the score, what's the score going to be, mate? Uh, 
So, all right, okay, put me on the spot. So, I've got, I've, I've got to be positive. I'm a Watford fan. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, see how I go. Come on. So, so on here, I'm going with it's going to be one all on my Super Six. I'm probably going to go three one Arsenal. <laughs> all right. Okay, okay. That, hey, do you know what that is, Lee, Dan? That's reverse psychology from yeah, Rookie. Yeah, you know? that's it. <laughs> I, bet he, I bet he thought them going to Everton, they, they will get turned over and they end up winning five. So I don't trust this guy, man. Yeah. What's your thought? Dan, what's your thoughts on the score? Uh, so I'm going to go 2-0 to the Arsenal, you know. I fancy another clean sheet because I think that back five is so important and I think that we can keep Saar quiet um, and Josh King. And, and listen, it's not that they're only players, of course, but I do feel like they are the two danger men that we can try and keep quiet. So I'm going to go for a, for another 2-0. I do feel like we'll score goals and I feel that we've got a little bit of momentum at the moment, Casey. And I feel like mm -hmm. Watford is a game that I quite fancy us to to have in front of us this weekend just before the international break, which I said earlier comes at the complete wrong time for Arsenal. When we get some momentum going, there's always an international break. But I'm going 2-0 to the Arsenal. I'm being optimistic. Right, fair enough. Lee, what's your I, thoughts on, on the score? I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Ricky, but I'm going to go 3 you. I said that earlier on. And 9-1, and, 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 um, apparently. So, uh, you know, uh, have a little flutter on that, and 9-1. But what I'm actually what I'm actually thinking of it, if you was playing at Arsenal at the minute after that performance against it, it's a week since we played. They must be itching to get back to get out there and play. You know what I mean? And I mm -hmm. think that's a big thing, not having no European football in midweek. You know what I mean? You These can players rest up. Yeah, you be, can rest, rest up, up now and it'll like, be like a cold spring, ready to go for it, like do you know what I mean? And that's where I think the key, I still think it'll be a key, and I'll say it now. If Arsenal in that first 20 minutes get one or two or break break out their goal, I think that they'll win it comfortably. If it if it ain't after 20 minutes, I'll go one nil. But I'm I'm gonna stick with the three three nil like, you know. Yeah, I I, I think three nil myself. I, I really do. I just think Watford are, are, are a decent side, but I think they've got too many holes in their squad right now. Um in the Premier League. Added bit of quality. Arsenal and they're, and they're coming to our patch and we have to defend it properly. We know we have to defend properly, but you know, I, I, again, Rookie's three-one score. He's trying to he's trying to he's trying to do us, mate. He's trying to load us up. What, rookie, who's who's going to be your if who's going to score your goal as you I'll say three-one? Who's going to be your guy? We've got a guy called Emmanuel Dennis. He came on. Well, he's played, he played for us regularly throughout the season and but came off the bench against Everton, got a late yeah. goal, played really well, really changed mm. that game. He um, got suspended for our home game against Southampton the other day. He should be back in the lineup, And mm. he's he's one of what's put himself out quick. He joins that front line. He'll be in there with Simon King, be them three, hoping to cause you the problems on the day, you know? We'll see how it goes. Is there anyone on Arsenal? Is there anyone on Arsenal you fear? Rookie. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I not massively. Like, obviously, you look at your front line, I take it to be Lacazette and a Bangyang up front mm -hmm. and the youngsters in behind in that midfield. Smith Rowe, obviously, you spoke about, is obviously having a good season. But if I look at your results, you know, have you devastated anyone other than Spurs yet this year in a weird way? That was the game where you really set, sort of made a statement. Your other results, and even against your home games, against your Norwiches, I think that was the only 1 0. And a few mm. others, you know. Great point. He's made a great point yeah. there. Yeah, yeah Palace, 2-2. And that was a late equaliser. So, 
you know, like that's what I think. Can Watford do a job? I, there's a chance. Now, you, possibly, now you've but... said that, rookie. Now you've said that, rookie. You wait. <laughs> well, uh, now, so. uh, you know what? I've noticed rookies missed out the Aston Villa game. And yeah, he's yeah. just totally, totally what? ignored the Villa, <laughs> which is our best performance. Game, and I think they were they were very complicit in helping Arsenal that day. If I'm honest with you, I don't know. <laughs> hey, get him off here, will you? What's the other man? Get him off. So, 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 so you're saying Villa and Leicester were complicit? I saw the Leicester game in the pub before I went down to the Watford Southampton because it was the early kickoff. Uh, like, that's a top result. I've got to say, take nothing away from you in that one. And obviously, I was very upset knowing that we had to play you this week after seeing that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm laughing off the Villa one. The Villa one, Christ. Uh, Over the years, boys... Watford have Watford have been a pain in the arse to us at home. Oh, yeah. big time, big time, yeah, big time! I, 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 it's I a derby, it. isn't it? It's a derby. Yeah. Let's let's get yeah. it right. I remember it is it seems a derby. I'm yeah. hoping the boys have obviously they train right next door to each other, don't they? Yeah, so, they've got the old, old, old ground, yeah. don't they? I'm hoping they got the old periscopes for having a little look over. Do a Bielsa, do a Bielsa over the top. Yeah, that's it. That's that's what I'd be recommending. That's our best strategy to win. Yeah, so they have caused us a few problems. Though. I remember, like in the eighties, in the FA Cup quarterfinals, we oh. I think it was in eighty seven when we got to the final. We was looking like we a home draw against Watford. <laughs> yeah, semi <laughs> final. Bosch beat done us in, done us in, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that, by all accounts, know, more successful in the eighties than recently. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, nightmare times. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, at that time a couple of years ago, I, 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 I remember. We were two 0 down. Uh, was it? We were two 0 down very early and ended Troy up. Troy Deeney, yeah, rain losing two one and so that's we lost we rained, on and everybody like that. And it, you <laughs> yeah. know, so yeah, this okay. not tightly. We we cannot be complacent with these boys. You know what I mean? So hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. But guys, listen, listen. We're we're at the end. I just want to say, listen, everybody, check out Sally's artwork on Instagram and Facebook, please. Check her out. Absolutely fantastic artwork of everything Arsenal, Highbury and the surrounding areas and the players. So, Rookie, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate no, cheers, you boys. coming nice on. One. Dapper Dan, cheers, Lee Dan. Judges, obviously, you guys are regular. Thanks for coming on, guys. And uh, this is the end of the Arsenal v Watford preview. We're going to see you next week. And you know what we want? We want three points to the Arsenal. Come on, you Reds. How you got it? <laughs>